Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Well, greetings. Welcome to another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Hi, my name is Steve Lacey. And I'm Phil Thompson. Always good to be with you. We are a tech company called JSL Solutions. We uh, help people, help churches, ministries, do streaming video. We do mobile apps. We do church management systems and websites. And we like helping churches because that's that's what we're all about. Yes. So what are we doing today? Well, today we actually are talking about tech-related things. Uh, sometimes we talk about volunteer stuff and other ways. But today we're going to talk about what the pros do. What the pros do, what the pros, what the streaming pros do, right? Oh, I thought we were going to talk about uh, basketball. All right. <laughs> no, yeah, we're going to talk about streaming video, how the pros do streaming video. And so uh, it's kind of a version of 10 things you should look at before your streaming begins. Yeah, so this is some suggestions and tips for those that, and this is not rocket science. No. This is, um, yeah. A no. lot of churches are really into having systems and processes, yeah. and you can kind of gauge the maturity of right. a church by its processes and its systems it has in place. I, I would and, agree with that. Uh, you know, there are some people that just hate that, though, and they don't like systems, but usually <laughs> that means they're not doing things very well if i can be if i can <laughs> get, about it. get some people upset i just listened maybe. to a speaker this week that was they're talking about or it was a church planning yeah. uh lunch and and yeah. that was one of the things he mentioned was that that's kind of one of the ways they evaluate some ministries is they have good systems and processes in yeah. place and they execute them properly then they're typically able to grow right and handle additional um, loads on yeah. the church. So, yeah, I, I think that's probably a good podcast topic in the future because, uh, you know, some people it's just, you know, there's lots of people involved in ministry and they're in ministry because they have a heart for people. They want to reach people for God. They want to serve people and they may not be into systems into doing things, but that's where you need somebody that can maybe come alongside and help you because you can be more effective if you have some right. organization. Right. But it's challenging for some of these guys because they don't, you know, they, it's not something they really are. It's not their nature, I guess. Right. It's not their gifting was, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But I, you know, I, <laughs> I could tell you stories of even your church, you know, when oh, I yeah. came back here. I mean, oh my goodness. Oh, uh, yeah. But they're much better now. Yeah. Good so job. good job on those guys. <laughs> Just in case Mike's listening. So what we're going to be talking about today <laughs> is those that are streaming, some of the things that the pros do, those that um, yeah. uh, that we feel do a good job. What do they do? And this is all prior to go live time. Right. So and again, the whole context of this is: look, we know it's crazy Sunday morning or whenever you're doing your services Saturday or whatever. It's crazy. There's lots of things going on. People are running everywhere. You know, even if you're well organized, there's always things going on, things that happen. So it's very easy to just kind of get in this mode was, oh, we got to get going. It's almost time and let's do it. Let's start the <laughs> computer up. Let's I start have, the stream. I have been on the line, on the phone with more than one 
person that says the countdown timer says you know three minutes now we've got 40 <laughs> seconds people 40 seconds well, at least he was and at there. least shouting out <laughs> instructions yes. to people it was funny he's yeah. like we need the pastor on the stage five seconds yeah. and he's trying to get at, things going at least he's tried i mean but you know i've been in church situations where the guy in there <laughs> you know, like shows up late but yeah so we're, we're setting this up because there's a right way to do this, and if you could follow some of these things we got, and we got 10 things here, roughly 10, uh, it will make your life easier in the long run. It will make it less stressful. Uh, the, the original title to this was, I think I called it Stress Busters or something originally, and you guys vetoed it and said, no, we do what the pros do. But it will. The bottom line is it will create less of an environment of stress if you can, if you can get these things done ahead of your times, ahead of your streaming service times right so one of the keys is to start this not two minutes before the yeah. uh, worship yeah. group or choir or whatever begins right. the service but uh it's good to have at least an, maybe an hour um i think so you know i think uh i think that if you really do this right and discipline yourself you know give yourself a good hour right and so these are the things you should do um in that hour prior. And I have worked with some people that have had issues and they're fortunately talking or, or reaching out for some help um, more, right. more than or an hour before the service begins. And I've also had people that are, yeah. the service is underway and it is really hard. To, yeah. For those people listening, Steve does most of the customer support on Sunday mornings. Yes. Because I work another job on Sunday mornings. Work for a church. So, all right. So let's jump into it. Here's the first thing you should do. So, number one, boot your streaming computer. Boot up your streaming computer and make sure it's connected to the Internet and that you don't have some unnecessary programs running in the background. Right. And I'd probably add to this, I'm not sure when you would exactly recommend, but yeah, that's typically what happens is, oh, I boot the computer and it says it's got a Windows update. It's yeah. going to be 40 minutes yep. before the yeah. – uh, so – I would think that you'd want to go ahead and, and do your Windows update, get the whole thing rebooted if you start this yeah. an hour prior to the service rather than, you know, yeah. you know, getting stuck with, you know. Oh, yeah, long update, which does – I mean, if you're on top of this, you hopefully wouldn't have a long update. But you can also veto the update. I mean, usually you have yeah. the opportunity to say no update later. Yeah, and the worst case is – before you head home for the day or the service is over, do that Windows update before right. you leave. Yeah. Get it going. Yeah. Now, see, I have a problem. Actually, my the church I mentioned earlier that I work with part-time, we've got some kind of an issue where, where ours won't. It keeps trying to update, and it won't take the update. It, it kind of goes through the process, and then it, like, doesn't work and rejects it. Yeah. And then it just keeps going in this cycle. And it it was creating problems for our Pro Presenter program that we were running. Pro Presenter, which is a, you know, Right, uh, a, a visual deal. Yes. Uh, so anyhow, uh, yeah, but get get that done. So boot up your computer. Make sure it's connected to the internet. And we, and we mentioned that because sometimes weird things happen, and you know you don't have internet, and then like, hey, how come it's not working? You know, and so there. And and we'll talk a little bit about why we do that in a moment, but it involves CPU load, your CPU. All right. So number two. Number two, moving right along here. we got to get moving here. Uh, so uh, I would always encourage you to check your Internet upload speed. I would check it 
maybe even a couple times, and especially if you've had some issues. But I'm paying for five megabits per second upload, and so that's what I got, right? Yeah, I've heard that story before. I've heard stories like, yeah, we got 15 or 20. We're paying for 25 or we're paying for 50. You know, we've got 50. It's like, uh, then you do a speed test. Oh, I guess we don't. Yeah. And I've also found that there's um, a lot of variety in – um, speed test programs. Right. And I'm becoming, even as I'm digging deeper and deeper into these things, becoming more and more of an advocate of the speedof.me as opposed to probably the most popular is speedtest.net. Right. And speedtest.net, if you, you run that thing, you'll notice that it's going to choose the closest server yeah. to run the test on, which, which is often inside your ISP's network. Yeah. And so the numbers are typically exaggeratedly optimistic and not what real-life upload speeds would be if you're going to go anywhere outside of your neighborhood on the Internet. Yeah. So you mentioned speedof.me, but let's let's slow that down a little bit because that confuses people. So the the actual domain is speed, S-P-E-E-D of dot M-E. Yes. Speedof.me. So... Yes, and they do a good job of making sure that you have a realistic um, speed test. And the other nice thing is it it doesn't incorporate, doesn't use any Flash or um, Java or anything like that. So it'll run on any device. You still do have to be careful what you click on, though. Somewhat, yes. My computer's running slow. Fix it, and then there's something else you click on. You don't want to do that. Yes, they do do have some ads like most of the other guys. You just want to do tests. That's all you want to do. So, uh, again, we've mentioned this before, but uh, doing a speed test before your service is very important. I would encourage you to do that. Now, here's the other thing, and that is once you start getting people in the building, and, you know, if if you have open Wi-Fi, if you have a lot of people that are able to connect to your 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 network it's going to slow down your your uh, your internet it's going yeah, to slow that's down that's another common misconception people well my uh, all my network stuff all my encoder and all that stuff it's on a wired network and so that's all wireless so it doesn't really affect, impact me cuz my wired's going to be fine cuz I'm not on the on the right. wi-fi yeah but that's not but true people don't recognize that the wi- it all goes through the same yeah. pipe into the place so yeah and i think people don't recognize is People just show up, and they got their phone in their pocket. And if they had connected to your Wi-Fi, you know, a year prior, their phone's going to connect, and their phone's going to start getting an update, or yeah. or they're going to, you know, download the latest podcast or you know whatever, right. while the, you know, while the fo- the phone's sitting in their pocket. So they're yeah. just having people in the building will have an impact on your. It really will. So it's always good to kind of keep an eye on the on the speed, even maybe while you're streaming, if you can do that just to see how things are going. All right, so let's move along then. Third point. Third point is open up your uh, encoder software. Open up your live streaming encoder. So, again, you want to do this well ahead of time. Make sure the settings are still correct. Now, most of the time, they're going to be correct. They should be, you know, when we're talking about settings, we're talking about your, you know, like with us, streamingchurch.tv, we give you credentials, but also – your resolution settings that that you need to be have you know the right ones that you are comfortable with your upload speed uh, those kind of things sometimes they change we're not sure why there's like little gremlins that come around sometimes and just go in there and change things and we're not sure why that happens I'm I'm obviously yeah. being funny here but 
there are things that do happen. And as we go through this list, this is not something that is going to take you a a half an hour or so to do. You can do all this in just a couple of minutes. Right. But you want to do it not in the couple of minutes before the service starts. You want to do it at least because if there are any issues, you want to have some time to try and address them. Yeah. Yeah. And we've had people, you know, again, you're doing a lot of the customer support on Sunday here. And you people call, what happened to my credentials? They're gone. It doesn't work. And something happened. I don't know. Somebody changed something. Somebody came in during the week. Somebody messed with something. I don't know. You know, so open up your live streaming encoder. Give yourself plenty of time to check. Make sure that it's exactly what you want. Yeah. So what we'll do at at our church is, you know, get it going, load everything up, turn the stream on, make sure it shows up. Uh, Okay, we're good. Now we have an hour to do the other things we need to do. Yeah. And again, giving yourself plenty of time is the key here which people struggle with. All right. right. Number four is test your audio. Test your audio. So, you know, we've said this before, but the most important thing when it comes to streaming video is not video. Well, not really. I mean, it it is, but audio is actually the most important thing. I think it's at least one of the most important things. Right. Because if you have lousy audio, your video can be awesome. Bad audio, people go away. Right. Video maybe not not as good as you might like, but your audio is clear. People can hear it. They're going to hang around. Right. Exactly. So test it. Make sure all your microphones are working. And again, depending on your church and the size and what you guys have going, you might have. Uh, you and know, what's going on during the week? I mean, I think yeah. I dealt with. Uh, yeah, I dealt with a group just this past weekend who. Um, Things were not hooked up anymore on, you know, they you know, may have youth group in there on during the week using right. the soundboard or something, but cables are not where they were. And yep. Yeah. Things so change. Things change. Levels change. Audio board. You know, if you got your sound probably, hopefully coming, the source is coming out of your mixer, you know, that's been messed with. That's all sorts of things happen. So again, give yourself enough time to run a test on these things. And make sure everything's exactly the way you like it to be. Levels are good and all that. And you can adjust those, you know, depending on your setup, multiple locations. Yeah, so number five is number five. checking the cameras. Checking the cameras. And again, uh, this this is a no-brainer. It's just simple stuff. But, but you would be surprised, you know, the calls we get and stuff. People like, doesn't work. Can't get a video. Can't get any video. Well, what's going on with the camera or cameras, you know, and things change. People mess with things, something happens, and, you know, <laughs> you don't have any video. So check it. Check it ahead of time. All right, number six on our list. Stage lighting. So, again, depending on what your size of your church and size of your stage, lighting is very important when it comes to streaming video. Uh, you don't want the lighting on people to be too bright and, you know, they look like they're burning up there with the brightness on them. Or too dark and you can't make out anybody or you've just got all these annoying shadows if you're real picky. One of the things I've seen, too, is that the pastor or the person doing announcements, they get up there and they've got a you know, uh, strangely striped shirt or something. <laughs> yeah. And then you, it looks fine in person, but then you see what it looks like on camera. Yeah. And the camera's freaking yep. out over yeah. how to, I don't know, the render picture. the thing yeah, yeah. and that looks like the shirt's on fire or missing or, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's bright pink or. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a very good point. And that's something, you know, again, 
uh, a lot of times people will do a test just to make sure they got video and the, the, you know, okay, there it is. We see the stage, we see some guitars sitting up there or whatever. But then when people get up there, it changes. And I think that's a very good point when it comes to what people are wearing. Yeah. And so, at, at, at our church, we go through not, and do, um, well, they, obviously for the audio, they'll have each of the people that are going to be mic'd right. doing mic tests yep. prior to the service just to them. Sure. Or not. Yeah, absolutely. So that same sort of thing is the, the yeah. pastor will get up and do mic checks and he'll have the shirt on. He's yeah. going to wear for the service and, right. and you'll be able to that. see yeah. that, oh, yeah. His blue shirt and that blue background makes him look like a head floating in space, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, like, let's change the blue to, yeah. you know, yellow or something. Exactly. Bring a couple extra shirts or something, hang them up in the office. Yeah, absolutely. Those things are so important. And, and that's where, again, it's good to do all this ahead of time. And, you know, I'm sure there's people listening to this podcast right saying, well, you don't understand. Everybody's running around like they're, you know, heads chicken with their heads cut off and it's always late. We're always late. It's like, well, you're going to have to change that culture somehow, some way. If you want to put out a, a quality product, if I can use that term. Uh, and you can get through this whole list in just a yeah. couple of minutes. So, yeah, I, actually you can. But, you know, it, it's it's the key, as you just said earlier, is like don't do it two minutes ahead of time, you know, before the service. Right. Do it. So number seven on our list is yeah. having to do with what, hardware switchers? Yeah, uh, this is hardware switcher. Um, video, you could, video switchers, right? Yeah, it's a video switcher I have on the list here. So if you use like hardware switchers or even software switchers, make sure everything is working right and make sure that you've got, you know, you're sending the right video shot to the right live encoder and uh you know if you've got multiple cameras if you've if you've done the checking earlier if you and you use multiple cameras you want to make sure you've got this set up and it's you know it's it's inputted correctly in your switcher or even your live encoder i mean you you know you've got things like wirecast and vmix that are kind of their own studio versions and and that's still important to do you know make sure you've got that stuff uh, you alluded to it earlier you know if you're showing videos in your message or showing lower thirds uh, for the music, you know, you want to make sure all that stuff is 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 how you want it to be. Yeah. So when you're putting it up there, you yeah. know, it's the right words, it's the right yeah. background. And are we do a lot of um, video immersion into the service? Right. And so we'll run through each of the videos to make sure they play all the way yep. through. Yep. And they're not, you know, there's not a, any surprises there. Yeah. So it's it's taking the time and, and just making sure that. That you know, it's it's exactly what you want it to be, and and uh, you know, again, if you've got plenty of time to do, if you make plenty of time to do this, then you can make some corrections. All right. So number eight on our list is what checking the CPU load on the computer. Yeah, this kind of goes back to one of our first points here. CPU load. So you know, this is your uh, CPU stands for what? Uh, central processing unit. Unit. Yes. There you go. See, I got it almost right. So you want to make sure that this is this is where it should be. It really, when you have everything up and going, you know, when you got everything as you would have it during your service, you know, it's going to take, you know, it's going to drain your computer a little bit, the processor. So, uh, you know, I I always say if it's if it's seventy percent or more, I would start to get a little nervous myself. That that's me. Uh, if it's above eighty percent. I would get really nervous as it's running. 
And if it's above 90%, I would just probably leave the room and run for the hills. I mean, you're asking for trouble. And so, you know, some of you might say, well, how do I know? Where do I find the CPU? Well, you know, on some of these live encoders, I think almost all of the popular ones, they'll give you a total CPU, uh, which is usually pretty accurate. vMix has one. Total CPU is yeah, what you want to look for, Wirecast. Right. A lot of times they'll, they'll say vMix CPU, 15%. Total CPU, 98%. Yeah. Right. And that's what you want to you want to see the total. Yes. You don't want to see the just the vMix thing. And so... And, yeah, and I was just mentioning earlier that I think they underrepresent that because if you want to really check, you go to either your task manager or your activity yeah. monitor, depending on what platform you're on. Right. And it'll show actually what's going on on the computer. Yeah. Yeah, so. I, I think that's true. So, uh, what most people I know, you know, years ago when we years ago, Flash Media Live Encoder was you know kind of the thing a lot of people used years ago. We've been doing this for a long time, and now you know over the last several years, Flash Media Live Encoder is not upgraded for years, and it's going away. And it's yeah, you. I just found out a couple of weeks ago that you can't download it anymore. They make it nearly impossible. Oh, whereas good. before it was. They were. You could still go to Adobe's yeah. site and find it, but well, that's a good thing you can because. And don't get me wrong, I think Flash Media Live Encoder was it was a great little encoder many years ago for what it was, but but uh, you, now you can use something different, and you should be using something different. But what I was getting at was when you start, people started to upgrade to like vMix, which is a great encoder. What they didn't realize was, hey, it uses more of your processor. It, it's going to use more resources. Same way with Wirecast. Uh, OBS is is one that maybe doesn't use as much, uh, but it doesn't have all the features that vMix has. So, you know, you've got to keep an eye on your processor, and it might be time for an upgrade. And vMix does have a list of specs you can look, you know, on what they encourage you to have as far as your processor on your computer and your RAM. So does Wirecast, and I would always go a little bit more than what they recommend, because otherwise, when when your CPU CPU runs high, then you start having issues, and you know you're if you're sending multiple streams or or even if you're just not, and you just have a high CPU load, you're going to have you're going to drop frames, you're going to see everything bogged down, and then you get. You know, pixelation, you can get yeah. the stream starts buffering. Yeah, the, the key indicator on that is where there's movement, there's pixelation. That means your CPU is overworked. Right. So it, when your it, camera's it following somebody. and Yeah, or there's, yeah. And a lot of times you'll see that, oh, the, the camera's fixed, but the subject's moving around. And so they go yeah. all pixelated, but everything around them is fine. Yeah. And that means your encoder can't encode fast enough can't do it it's working too hard i can't make it yes that's that's the yeah. telltale sign of yeah. overloaded cpu and it'll stop dropping frames it'll say hey i can't do 30 frames per second i'm gonna do three you know because <laughs> that's all the cpu i have to do it yeah. and everything starts going haywire so uh again the best thing to do is is test this you know before your services start and that would mean doing some of these things we just mentioned, you know, running everything. But that would give you an idea. Now, uh, again, uh, one of the things we mentioned at the very beginning was, you know, boot up your computer. I've talked to some people that their computer has been running all week. 
It's been sitting there running all week. And that in itself will drain the resources. Yes, I recommend, and I do this, I don't know, religiously, but I do it consistently, is I reboot you know, my own computer at least once a week, and yeah. we reboot server systems that are that we rely on at right. on a regular basis as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Especially if you're running Windows. <laughs> Let's not go there. <laughs> uh but yeah, Windows can be a problem. So uh, yeah, so so really, you know, don't let the thing run all week long. You know, reboot it before your service starts and and life will be better for you. All, all right. right. So we got 9 and 10 left. So 9 and 10. And we've what? got a couple minutes here. So 9 and 10 would be maybe not as technical but still very important. Uh, number nine is having to do with your volunteers. Again, we're talking about what the pros do. We're talking about things that, to eliminate stress before your streaming service, 10 things you should should do. And one of them is meet with your volunteers. And this might maybe should be higher on the list, but it's something to consider. Volunteers are very important. Uh, you know, maybe some of you listening, that's what you do. You're a volunteer for your church, and, and you are very much appreciated, at least by me, because I work with volunteers, and hopefully your church appreciates you, but they have responsibilities, and so they need to know their equipment, they need to know what they're what they're supposed to be doing, and they need to know, uh, my, my opinion is there needs to be relationship there, and there needs right. to be not just, hey, here's what you do, but there needs to be some friendship built, meetings maybe, on a regular basis, maybe once a month, maybe a little more. You want the volunteers to come to another meeting? Well, I, I know that's hard, but, but at least there needs to be some communication and there needs to be. Yeah. At, at my church, what we'll do, and in, well, not that we're the, the golden church or anything, but typically the paid staff will do these kind of eight things before the, right. before the volunteer shows up, an hour before the you know service, right. they'll make sure the computer's going to boot and all that sort of thing. And then it's, and the volunteer arrives and they know, you know, what to do. Right. Maybe you're that, you don't have the luxury of the staff being, having a staff person that's able to do these things and you're the volunteer. Then we just encourage you to get there a little early and right. do these, uh, these things. Yeah. And, and I would hope that there might be a team of people. Maybe there'd be two or three people, you know, that just that they understand that, that, that what, you know, what their roles are. And, you know, if you've got problems, communicate those ahead of time, not, not right before the service, just some, some really good things that you could do that would be beneficial to build the relationships and, you know, everybody keep everybody happy and everybody understands what's going on. All right. All right. So number 10, right, number 10. is review the order of service with your team. Yeah. You guys do this, right? We do. So we'll basically, we'll do a couple of things. We'll, we meet, prior to the service going on and the the worship band will do a run through of all their songs the AV guy will make sure that everybody speaking has their um, their mics are all working and then we have an, a little uh, we round gather up and we run through the whole service as uh, a group saying, okay, the service is going to start at right. Order of service, XYZ. Yeah. Start, and right. then mm-hmm. Joe's going to do announcements and Barney's going to go up and give the, um, he's going to do some baptisms and the pastor's going to speak for this long. And right. then we're going to have these songs yeah. and then, oh yeah, we have this special thing going on. We're going to have a baby dedication after right. this. And so that, that lets everybody know from the yep. guys driving cameras to people that are driving video switchers, Yep. To to know what's going to happen, and it's not a surprise. Yeah, 
and, and simple things like, you know, if you have a big stage, where are you going to stand on the stage? You know, where should you stand? Those kind of things. And I know we're getting kind of nitpicky here, but again, it's you're reviewing the service, as you just said, with everybody so that there's, you know, no surprises. You know, I didn't know this was going to happen. I didn't know we we're going to do this. You know, where's the camera? We got to get, you know, we got to catch this guy over here. And this guy was speaking. We never got a mic for him. Got a microphone for him. Oh, well. So, yeah. So, look, we're out of time here. But this is what would be very, very beneficial if you could do this before your worship service begins. And I will promise you this, that life will be a lot better for you more fun, and more importantly, you're going to be more relaxed, and the service is going to come off better, and people are going to be happier, and it's it will be a good experience, not just for you and your team and your church, but the people watching, because yes, there will be exactly. less mistakes, and it will be uh, just a, a good vibe, so to speak. So that's, that's important. So again, the key is doing it, give you enough Give yourself enough time, not three minutes before the service starts. Yeah. The other challenge we run into is, and I'm sure everybody can somewhat can relate to, is you aren't doing these things and you're calling for help after the service starts. The number one challenge, typically these this stuff is happening in the sound booth, which is in the sanctuary, and it's super noisy, and so no one can hear anything. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So you're talking about people calling us for technical yeah, support. Yeah, calling us yeah. for technical support, yeah. and, I'm, and we're yeah. like, I can't yeah. hear you, and you can't hear me. Right. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's I, I've been there too, yeah. But if you call before the service begins, the chances right. are you'll yeah. get the problem resolved very quickly. And, you know, we're here to help, and that's we'll help you any way we can. But And there's very few companies out there that, that are available Sunday morning, but we are, mm-hmm. so. And we certainly want to help you. So, all right, we're done. Out of time, out of right. out of notes. So if you have something to add to this, some feedback, we'd love to get it from you. Support at streamingchurch.tv. That's one of our companies, streamingchurch.tv. And uh, we would love to get your feedback on it. We are out of time. And so with that in mind, uh, again, he's Steve Lacey across the table. I'm Phil Thompson. Uh, This has been the Church Solutions Podcast. We hope that you have a great day, and we will catch you next time. Take care.